Hello and welcome to the show. I know that for some of you who've already listened to uh, today's episode, wondering how come there's an extra episode uh, today, and that's because this is a bonus episode because I've run up of some uh, run up on something in my personal life, with also ties to a podcast episode that I made. Um, I can't remember when. I think it was last week. Uh, that's when we're talking about working for free, giving free samples, those sorts of things. And so we're looking at um, circumstances where doing something for free might not be a bad idea. And I explored some um, contexts where it might be a good idea to work for free, uh, in quote, work for free. But remember, for those of you who listened to that episode, this is not my endorsement. So I'm not saying that this is how all of us should get into business by running around and doing stuff um, for free. But I spoke to someone recently, or rather, I just got off the phone with a person. He's um, a young chap based in Lagos, a real estate space, who has been shadowing my content for a while. And he's come across some marketing uh, course in Lagos, some marketing something funnel for real estate, or I can't remember the title. And it costs um, 50,000 naira. Now, for this um, young man, 50,000 naira is quite a squeeze. And we're chatting back and forth. And so I asked him, do you have a wife? He says, nope. I said, do you have a girlfriend? He says, no. And so I said, okay, cool. Problem solved. What you do is just work for these people for free. Um, work for them for free for about two or three months. You get to uh, pick up a few things and know whether this is a you know an ecosystem that is worth um, hanging around. And I left it at that. Now, unfortunately... You know, when you're texting back and forth, you know exactly what it is that you want to say in your head and then you type it out. And we always assume that what you have typed out is sufficient to pass across the message. And this is one of those circumstances where what I typed was not sufficient to pass across the message. So the young man was like, I, I don't understand. And I told him, uh, OK, I'm in the middle of stuff right now. Buzz me at about so and so and then we can um, talk some more. And so he called and the... Um, the conversation went something like this. It was like, okay, I heard what you said, but I really don't understand. So I slowed things down. I was like, oh, okay. So the reason why I asked why you're married or if you have a girlfriend is because, oh, by the way, this young chap is um, 20 years old. And I think it's really admirable that we have 20-year-old uh, guys and girls who are trying to get some sort of hustle going on. Because I remember when I was 20, because I think I got into school when I was about, um, I think I was 18 or so. I think I was 18, maybe 19 by the time I got into university. And at that age, to be honest, I just wanted to make as many female friends as possible. That's where I was at at that stage of my life, unfortunately. So it's nice to see that there are 20-year-old guys and 18-year-old girls who are going around and who are thinking about uh, what are my skills, what's my hustle, what can I build a sustainable business out of. So whenever I run into these chaps, I always give them as much time and support as I can because, quite frankly, I wish this was the sort of stuff that I was um, doing when I was at that age. So, that's the reason why I asked him, do you have a wife? Do you have kids? Because if you have a wife, going to go and work for someone for free, it's not going to cut it because you guys have bills, you have kids. If you have a girlfriend, working for someone for free might not cut it because your girlfriend, well, if you're a 20-year-old person dating an 18-year-old, she might not quite understand uh, the vision and, you know, she wants to spend lots of time with you, uh, dating involves money, those sorts of things. So for a single guy who is 20 years old, no family, no girlfriend, working for free, no problem. Now, this is the reason why I proposed that he should work for free. Because for him, 50,000 naira for the program is quite an investment. And I understand. 
because even if I had a free 50,000 Naira and he was like, hey, uh, bro, can you spot me something? You know, I wouldn't because I'd have other things to send that 50,000 Naira towards. So 50,000 Naira is quite a stretch. So I explained to him that I was trying to see how you can de-risk the decision before going in. Because if you take 50,000 Naira, you throw it towards a program, the program turns out to be not effective. Then you've wasted a lot of your time and you've wasted a lot of your money. You're not going to get that 50,000 Naira back because um, course creators in Nigeria are not in the habit of giving refunds if you don't think that the money, um, if you don't think uh, the money paid was um, worth the course. I know that there's some folks in America and in the UK who do that sort of thing, that if you take the course, you don't think it was worth it, we give you 50% back, we give you 25% back, but Nigerian course creators, we're not at that stage yet. Maybe we'll get there at some point in the future. Where was I? Okay, yeah, so 50,000 Naira. So the goal is to try and de-risk, um, reduce as much risk in making this decision as possible. So it is in that light that I told him to work for free. Because my first question to him was, do you know anybody who has taken part in this course and uh, who has made a killing out of it? And he said, no. If he knew anybody who had done the course and seemed to be doing quite well, then part of de-risking this decision would be to go and have a conversation with those guys. Like, hey, Kunle, what's up? Uh, BC, how are you doing? Uh, I heard that you took this so and so course, and the thing is 50k. Is this thing worth it? The person will either say yes or no. If they say yes, they'll tell you why. If they say no, they'll tell you why. For those who say yes, you ask some more questions. Like, okay, cool. So apart from the course, what assignments were you given? What else did you guys do? Is there anything extra needed uh, on my own part to make this thing worth it? And, um, you know, those sorts of questions, because you're trying to get a sense of whether this thing is worth putting 50,000 naira down or not. Now, unfortunately, he doesn't know anyone, but he knows somebody within the organization that sells this 50,000 hour training. So I told him, okay, this uh, makes a lot of, um, the next step is uh, quite easy or quite hard, depending on how you look at it. You go and talk to this friend of yours, see if you can have a meeting with one of the higher ups and you level with them. Now, look, I'm a young boy. I'm going to come up. I really admire what you guys are building here. You know, I, I, one day, I hope to be like you guys. Um, I admire this thing that you guys are building. And so I'm going to do absolutely anything to be around you guys and to learn as much as possible, even though I don't have this 50K now. So in the meantime, until I have this 50K to pay you for this, can I come and chill with you guys? Can I work with you guys for free? Let me just be here, uh, you know, two, three months. Anything you guys need done, I will do for you. So that's the pitch. And I now explain to him, this is the reason why you're making the pitch. While you're with them for a month or two, you'll get to see how they run this business, whether they're able to deliver these results that they claim for other clients and whether these um, methods, these results, um, the methods that they're teaching, whether it works for them in building their own business. Apart from that, I told him by hanging around other business people, you get to pick up different things, how you handle sales, how you handle promotions, how you handle negotiations, how you handle marketing, um, how you manage teams, you know, different sorts of things. So it'd be a nice way to learn by osmosis for another um, two or three months. And then he asked me, okay, I understand, but what would I do for them if I was working for free? And I told him, well, that's simple. We can't guess about what that is from here. You having a conversation with them would have to ask, okay, you make the pitch, I want to work for you guys for two or three months, um, is there anything that you guys need help with, you know, around here? And then you listen and hear what they say. What they say will determine whether we go forward or not. 
if they need help but <clears throat> so excuse me but the help is mostly menial stuff maybe like uh, cooking or cleaning then i guess there's no point in hanging around them but if they need help it's a it's a property firm and they also do the trainings if you need help with uh, listings or client relations or something like that then i'm like hey by all means go ahead but you know with the fuel price increase in nigeria the cost of um, energy just uh, tripled tripled quadrupled depending on which part of the country you're in um of course you'd have to let them know that hey if i want to do anything and i was running around you guys have to raise me some tp you have to raise me some transport fare uh, make sure you have that conversation because as much as you're working for free the goal is not to be out of pocket too much by the time um, um, you're done let it not be that you go ahead with this thing and you end up spending 150k of your money of course then it would have been just cheaper to just pay 50k for the uh, for the course and then just um, let it be <clears throat> so I told him these are the sort of conversations that you have with these people these are the sorts of things that you can learn and it's a way of de-risking because after you hang out with these people for two three months you get a sense of whether they're legit or not whether this program is useful or not then you'll know whether you can go ahead and uh, drop fifty thousand on the uh, seminar and who knows after spending so much time with them you know two three months they might say hey this dude is one of our own instead of paying fifty thousand for the training why not just bring 25 why not just bring 15 i mean you never know some people have special discounts for people that they consider their uh, their homies their homeboys so I explained it to him and then he got it and I was like, okay, cool. He's going to try it out. And so I figured I'd make this podcast episode to just point out two things. Number one, texting, emailing is not as effective as we think because sometimes we have something at the back of our mind. We craft it, we send it. We have the background knowledge, so it makes sense. The other person doesn't have the background knowledge. It doesn't make sense. And that's part of the reason why I propose that um, I'm a fan of uh, phone calling or face-to-face uh, -face meetings because then you get to pass along a whole lot and then you get people to buy in and um, to take action on the project. If I had limited to just texting, this guy would not have taken action on it. But because we had a phone call, he's going to take action because now he understands where it is that I'm, um, that I'm coming from. And then there's also another example about how working for free might not be such a bad idea after all. Because yes, technically speaking, you'll be working for free. You'll be handling, he'll be handling uh, client relations for free. He might help them in drawing up copy for the next promotional program. Um, he, they might need him to make photocopies at the next training session. Uh, what else? He might be there at uh, signing, uh, when clients are signing over property. He might be the one that might even deliver the, uh, the uh, paperwork to and from the client's office, things like that. So it's going to be a lot of legwork. It's going to be a lot of um, drudgery especially since he's going to be there from, let's say, maybe from 9 to 3 every single day. But then there are soft benefits. He's picking up lots of things by osmosis around running a business, especially running a realty. Is it realty or realtor? Running a realty business or a realtor um, business. Since that's his jam, he wants to be involved in the um, real estate space. So he's going to be picking up a lot of lots of things by osmosis. And then he's also going to be able to figure out if their program is worth it or not so he's going to be able to de-risk um, spending more money with them so this is another example about how we shouldn't be too binary when we're thinking about some of these things um, it's not always just um, the profit that we're going to get in hard currency when it comes to making some of these decisions we have to be able to um, look at a wide variety of factors given the context to see whether working for free is worth um, the jump um, or not so if you are a 
um, 20 year old listening to this podcast because we have quite a few of you guys now between the ages of 18 to 25 or is it 22 listening to the podcast so you're 18 years old you don't have a girlfriend now is the time to go all in you're 18 years old you don't have a boyfriend now is the time to go all in on some of these things because by the time you get a boyfriend your boyfriend will be like ah babe how far i haven't seen you in two weeks you know why aren't you coming over it's saturday aren't you going to spend some time with your boyfriend oh you don't love me anymore you know blah 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 and all of that so if you don't have a significant other you're young enough and you've already started now is the time to go all in and i am not um saying that uh long-term relationships or relationships of any sorts are bad things so i'm not saying don't get a girlfriend if you're 20 and i'm not saying don't get a boyfriend if you're an 18 year old girl you know by all means if the right person comes along yeah give it a try because at the end of the day um, a lot of us are called to uh, discern marriage and this is the process of discerning marriage um, which is dating but i'm just saying if you're not shackled up with anyone at the moment now is a good time to throw yourself um, head uh, headlong into uh, the business um, alternative avenues for getting extra income you know those sorts of things you're not going to regret the time that you spend in this and by the time you are ready to enter into a fulfilled long-term relationship or to get married you find that these skills will come in quite in handy. So by the time your husband, all these skills will come in handy. You'll be able to provide for your family, augment the family income, and be a good father to your children because you'll be able to teach them about the world. This is what you need to succeed. This is what you need to get on in life. The same thing as um, a young girl, you get involved in all this now. It's going to enhance your value as a wife because you're going to be able to augment the family purse. And of course, you'll be able to talk to your sons and your daughters, most importantly, that this is what it means to be a modern woman in today's um, day and age. This is how you get some of yours. This is how you get yours. This is how you claim your own space in the world. And this is how you chart a way forward. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I'll catch you guys at the next episode where we're going to get back to the whole thing on um, outbound and inbound um, when it comes to promoting your business. You know, what is the relationship between the two and um, how does it work? So thanks for listening to the bonus episode. And uh I'll catch you guys at the next scheduled recording.